0: Destry, destroy! Destroy! Destry, destroy! Destroy! Pretty, destroy! Pretty, destroy! Using, destroy! 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 Hello everyone. Welcome to another week of Ross Perry destroys comedy. Oh, yes. Destroys it. And our guest is just flexing in the in the back of the of the studio. He's just he's doing crunches. He's doing squats. I'm showing off my delts. He's... Um <laughs> I'm trying to think very quickly do I know any other names of muscles? I'm coming up shy. Guax. <laughs> guax, Yep. Fla- flexing my guax. <laughs> yes. Waxing the famous Mexican food. Yep. Hey everyone, it's me, Tim Clark. Thanks oh. for having me. Oh wow, thank you so much. You introduced yourself. I took the ball and ran with it. I mean, most people expect me to do it, but like, huh? that's, what, that's what, <laughs> that in of itself is a flex. <laughs> me taking the introduction from you. Thank you very much for having me. And you, Ross Purdy. I've introduced the host. I mean, the title introduces the host. Uh, well, I mean, I'm assuming that people, <laughs> the majority of your audiences are listening in uh, in cabs and Ubers that are playing this <laughs> without their knowledge, so they have no idea <laughs> what's going on. Much like me. Yes, you don't know what's going on. I told you beforehand this is an ambush show. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, that's, that's what guests want. <laughs> A complete ambush. If you bring up, uh, like, just past facebook comments that i've made 10 years ago and you're just gonna run me through them all this is gonna be the worst show i don't know what is going to happen uh yet, but hey all i know is that we are going to destroy comedy well someone here is right and it's gonna be freaking just you man you you're flexing you freaking look at those Leg muscles you got there. I'm doing squats. You 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 are holding up the table. I'm squatting whilst making guac. I'm chopping some red onion while I'm <laughs> dropping down to what eighty kilos. I don't know what I can squat. Yeah, eighty kilos. That sounds about right, man. I I mean this is not this is not related to the uh, to the universe of uh, of this show. But I did some squats for the first time in a couple of weeks yesterday. Man, my legs hurt you would think so you would you would also think that uh you you might be thinking is this a bit the lack of uh laughter or humor anywhere in that sentence i just said proves otherwise absolutely true now that's not fair because there are a lot of things on this show that are bits that get no laughter oh those are those are the best bits (laughs) a bit that gets laughs that's the coward's bit i mean it's not good to know when something is meant to be comedy it's better to leave audiences confused Yeah. yeah. what they just heard. Good, co- good comedy, like good art, should ask questions of an audience. Uh, the, the audience should be asking questions like, uh, what the fuck is this and why am I here? Well, you just summed up my entire career, Timothy. <laughs> quite, quite, frankly, you're destroying me right now. Yeah, well, that's, 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 that's the comedy destruction in uh, said title. So what's the show today going to be, Ross? So, Timothy Clark. That's me. Clark Tim's. Is there a sports guy that's the same guy? Are you the sports guy? Uh, I'm, I mean, there's a couple of Tim Clarks out there. Mostly other comics in the UK, New Zealand. There's a bunch of other Tim Clarks. Um, but, hey, there's only one with this uh, vocal timbre in his voice. Uh, uh, sports guy. Th- you might be thinking of Michael Clark. Uh, apparently a famous cricket. I'm not a, very much of a, a sports or cricket fan. My brother's name is Michael Clark, though. That's true. Okay, so your brother is a cricket guy. My brother is a cricket guy, yes. He, my okay. brother, captain, I believe, of the Australian cricket team, Michael Clark. Okay, cricket captain guy, your brother. Yeah. Okay, that's where I got it from. Because exactly. I'm thinking, I mean, and also you came in here with the with the flexing and stuff. I Mm. thought, okay. And my sister is Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones, right? Okay, that that ties together so much stuff. I'm finally. She added she added the e at the end of Clark just for uh, you know uh, Screen Actor Guild precautions. Oh yeah, SAG sag rules. Yeah, I don't want to sag this podcast down going over them. You should. (laughs) Our audience loves hearing about. Uh, the ins and outs of uh, guild rules and uh, guidelines. Again, Ross, this is you're saying this is a bit. If there was a podcast that went through SAG and like a, other like Academy rules, I would be well into that. That's my bag, baby. But I don't know how the uh, destroys comedy audience would fa- fare with it. And uh, sorry to jumped in there. I think you were uh, explaining what the ambush in question is going to be. I was explaining that the ambush was in fact me trying to figure out if you're the sports guy on it. Wonderful. Yes uh well i mean yeah. caught me dead to rights i'm the brother of michael clark yeah captain of the australian yep. uh cricket i almost said basketball but no uh captain of the australian cricket team um but yeah I'm, i myself not much of a sports person uh what kind of sport w- were you expecting me to say that i played? uh footyball. Footy no. absolutely i love football Love, oh God, I love an improv show. I love football. I love the uh, the Ruxman in the middle, shucking the ball up. That's the ref, umpire. Yeah, that's the guy. Yep. And then the Ruxman tip the ball. Oh man, I'm flashing back to Ozkick re- really fast. And then they boot it down to the full forward and they kick a goal. Yep. All right. And I go, Western <laughs> Bulldogs, Western. Western Bulldogs, Western. Is that who you play for? Yeah, that's who I play for. It's weird that the, that the fans chant the Western part <laughs> instead of the Bulldogs part. A very uh, commanding animal and, and something that you would expect to be chanted. But no, they're really into the Western aspect of it. Well, they're, it's about town pride. Exactly. More, I mean... They're apart from the West. Yeah, yeah. They're not bulldogs. They're humans. Uh, audience can listeners can't see this, but uh, Ross has pulled out his compass that he carries everywhere, and he's scratched off the north, south, and east. It's only pointing west. <laughs> kind west of defeating, is best. defeating the whole point of said compass. West is best, baby. West, west is best. Yeah. Now it's a compass that points west all the time. Yep. All the time. All the freaking time. So, you, sports guy, you're not a sports guy. Not a sports guy myself, but I love I love watching it. I love to participate in it when I when I get the chance to. Big uh, used to be a big squash player. The 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 food. Yeah, big squash. Uh, when I say squash player, I mean I made a lot of uh, squash pies. Squash pies. Squash pies. Yeah. Uh, a, don't you mean you squashed pies? You just made a regular pie and you squashed them? Yeah, yeah. I forgot where I put it and I sat down on a chair that had a pie in it. And I, got, <laughs> I got cherry pie all over my bum. <laughs> Your life is a freaking fast, man. <laughs> it is. I should have put it on the windowsill but all the, to cool down, but all those uh, local ruffians would have stolen it. Oh, the smell would have just led them there. Exactly. just levitated them there. Levitated them and they would have followed it with their nose. Like Toucan's saying? Exactly, like two cans, Sam. Okay. Two cans, Sam. But well, two cans, Sam isn't on the show today, Tim. Oh, you huh. know who is on the show today? You. Well, yeah, and, and you. I've... Actually, you're the only one wearing microphones, so, uh, headphones, I should say. So in re- in a retrospect, you are one can, Sam. One can. Because Sam. <laughs> headphones can be called the cans in recording. And, uh, only one person's wearing said cans. So you Please. are one can instead of two cans, Sam. Please now explain I'm going to destroy this comedy <laughs> now. So two can Sam, if you don't remember popular mascot of, I believe fruit loops. Yep. Two can is the name of a bird, the two can, but also it sounds like you're saying two cans, uh, one person in this room currently is wearing cans. Yourself, one cans. So you could be retroactively referred to as one can Sam. I will now be fielding questions from the audience. Uh, send them in, uh, Ross at purdydestroyscomedy.com. Okay, I got a question. You got a question? So I don't get it. Uh, headphones are cans? Is that like a colloquial term? Yeah. So they say like, you know, in in recording, I've heard people say, "Oh, I'm, I'm, you're coming through pretty sweet on the cans." You know, they usually got it over their head while they're mixing uh, something in a desk. Uh, the band's just come through and the engineer's just go, congratulations, boys, you just recorded your first number one single. It's coming through sweet on the cans. Also, if you record something, you have it in the can. A lot of cans in the recording industry. Yeah, there's a, there's a can across from this studio I went to before. Yeah, yeah a lot of cans in the uh, recording industry. Unless it comes to my comedy, then <laughs> there's a lot of cans. A lot of cannots, cannots, cannot cannot do this, cannot do that. I cannot believe it. (laughs) Speaking of comedy, that's something you do, and that's gonna lead me to the ambush. All right, ambushed. I I was. I, I, listeners can absolutely hear this, but I think the I, I have thought the ambush has been three separate questions up until this point. I thought the ambush was the sports thing. I thought the ambush was the cans thing. Two can Sam. I'm. I've been ambushed with the ambush. Well, this entire show is just a freaking clusterfuck. This 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 show is like Gavin Rossdale. He is, <laughs> if he was saying <laughs> fucking hell, Gavin Rossdale ambush. I ambush. He was in the band Bush. So if Gavin Rossdale was describing what is what his life is, he would say ambush. I, I think, ambush. I don't think he would say it so stiltedly. Well, you don't know Gavin Rosdale. He's a very stilted man. The uh, the divorce from Gwen Stefani really shook him to his core, as it would. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, you. Rocksteady is a great no doubt album. You might be expecting me to apologise for the Gavin Rosdale joke with the ambush. I no, I'm going to double down and say it again. <laughs> All fine, right, that's fine. We're, we're here with the ambush. I'm I'm stumbling over myself because I just don't want to get to the ambush. Rip the Band-Aid off. What's the ambush? So, Tim, you do the comedies? Yeah, I do. Uh, you, you're part of, what is it called, Chimpy Cops? Yes. Yes. So um, I do stand-up uh, as well, uh, but mostly the last couple of comedy festivals I've been in part of a uh, sketch group called uh, Chimp Cop with myself, Adam Knox, Ben Vanell, and Rosie Vanell. Uh, We're actually, this is a a nice little time capsule. We're actually meeting up later today uh, just to discuss what we're going to be doing down the track. What are we going to be doing? We're probably going to be changing our name. We're probably going to be changing our style, trying to do maybe a podcast, maybe a video thing. It's, It's a real transitional phase for us. So we used to do long form narrative sketch shows which we kind of want to continue but maybe under a different name cuz it's 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 love it's a great name it's a funny name chimcop but if you search that phrase on twitter a lot of bad things come up so we should probably change it but yeah, like you said, I, I do comedy. What comes up when you? Look I up don't want to discuss it on a on a silly, silly, fun little comedy show. Let's uh, let's move past that. It's not at all silly and com- it's it's dark as shit, man. You've listened to this show before. Yes, yes, I, I I have. I've skimmed through a couple, but uh, I I don't want to be going into that one. So yes, yes, as you, as you mentioned, yes, I do uh, comedy. I do comedy with Chimp Cop. It's a great little troupe. Check us out. Now, it's funny that you're talking about how you guys looking at to the future, maybe changing around, because that's the ambush. That's the ambush. I come at you with suggestions for the change. All right. This is great. Like I said, this is perfect timing. We're meeting up today. I'm going to be passing these on. What What are your changes to uh, to our comedy? Okay, so Chimp Cop- it's like a it's like a chimp that's a cop. It's right? a chi- I play a chimp who's a cop. the The joke is I behave nothing like a chimp, and like at one time during a show, someone just goes, "Oh yeah, chimp cop." One more thing. So what? You're you're like an actual chimp, and I go, "Yeah." <sighs> Weed it doesn't come up more. Anyway, I get out there and solve the crime or whatever. That's really the gag. So you're saying uh, should I be changing that up? Well, I'm saying. Lean more into the cop part. I go to see something called Chimp Cop. (laughs) I go to see something called Chimp Cop, and I'm expecting just a hard and fast, life on the streets, cop drama. Instead... I get this wacky Zucker Brothers style laugh laugh-a-minute farce. Right. I mean, if 2020 taught us anything, it, it's that cops deserve more representation in media. We have to hear both sides of the story. You don't think so? So you're saying have less of the of the, the farcical, naked gun-esque uh, prop-based comedy that we, we love to perform to audiences and instead have it be like Homicide, Life on the Street, where yes. we're solving actual murders... <laughs> <laughs> yes, actual, grisly, realistic murders. Because uh, gritty reboots are in right now. That's true. Chimcop the reboot. Zack, Sny- Zack Snyder's cut of Chimcop. Yes. <laughs> he goes for four hours. <laughs> incels love it. Uh, you have to get it on HBO Max. I'm liking this. Hey, well, the incels, they got all that money for not spending it on. Stuff that they're not, they're not going out on dates. They got not, all this disposable income. They got to spend it somewhere. I like this. So you know, hard life on the streets. Hard life on the streets. So uh, would Cop be undercover? Maybe Imagine that's us. maybe that's the storyline. Maybe he's undercover. Maybe he's undercover. Maybe he's trying to. I mean, you you always have to be busting some type of a ring, like a smuggling ring or a, a drug ring. Yeah, like a cocaine smuggling ring. Maybe he's he's obsessed with the five rings of the Olympics, and he's trying to bust those rings because he thinks they represent uh, smuggling, drugs, gun running, murder, and pole vault. The five most heinous crimes the Olympics committee are committing. Tim, you're being silly. You're being silly again. Forget- I'm sorry. I you, can't help you're it. You're forgetting the the point of all this was to be more uh, like law and order. Right, right. More, less law and disorder. Am I right? Absolutely right. Uh, so, disband the. It could still be the Olympics, but maybe a grisly murder has taken place. Now that I say it out loud, there have been grisly murders at the Olympics in the past. Maybe we shouldn't touch on that one. No, should. Should. That's right. real life, Tim. All right. The murder of Nikki Webster at the 2000 Sydney Olympics. Oh, well, don't jinx that. <laughs> you don't want that to happen No, absolutely She's a national treasure I don't want her to have been murdered 21 years ago <laughs> Um, Something like that So so we should be doing something a bit more grisly Down to earth Maybe it involves Chimp Cop's uh, family at home By the way, if you're listening to this Again, it's just a character we play on stage I'm a chimp that's a cop Move past it So I play a, a chimp. maybe my chimp wife has been killed Yes okay. And that motivates you for revenge. Okay. That's a great trope, but isn't that all problematic? <laughs> I know, I know. Um, and it makes no sense because canonically, Chimp Cop, massive virgin, does not does not uh, strike it well with the ladies. He's not a ladies' man at all. Uh, he's just too he's too busy being married to the job. Um so yeah, so you're saying that we should be rebooting this in a dark, gritty style? Yes. Okay. And well, I think we should practice this. All right wonderful, (laughs) wonderful let's practice this right now, again I'm going to be bringing this to the table later on, so the future of this you said it yourself, the greatest sketch group of all time, not my words depends entirely on how we go, okay Chimp Cop, come in here (laughs) sorry boss, I can't I'm too busy being murdered alright, and scene so how do we feel that went Ross and I think it should, your show should start with the main character being murdered Ah, like a, like a six feet under or a, or a house. A little cold open where you see what's going on. And then retroactively, I've been saying retroactively a lot today. Uh, retroactively, Chimp Cop comes in to sol- solve the case of his own murder. Right. I mean, to be fair, Ross, you are pitching a TV show that we would love to make. Like if TV execs, came, uh, TV execs came to us and said, hey, we want to we license the Chimp Cop IP. Everyone's screaming for it. They need more. We just don't want it to be a comedy. We would absolutely sign on the dotted line. We'll just make a drama. I don't know how good the drama will be if it's about a chimp that solves crimes, but Stranger Things have gotten off the ground. I'm watching Bates Motel at the moment. They made a drama out of Psycho. Mm, speaking of... It's like a character that you thought was the main character dies in the middle of the film. It was revolutionary at the time, not at the beginning. Now, that is a great trope. I love when that happens. I love when a character gets killed off halfway through or even towards the start when you weren't expecting it. You know, it's like uh, Drew Barrymore in Scream. Must have blown people's minds at the time. And we have tried that with Chimcop Cop in the past, where it was a little twisty-poo at the end where you realise that he's been dead since the beginning. Uh, and that's definitely something that we have wanted to do we've we've killed them off in pretty much every show so i think that that we may have stumbled on a good idea there okay but you didn't do it realistically though because it's a comedy show yeah right so it's wacky it's like a cartoon comes back the next week yeah. Well, actually, no. You're wrong. We we started one show with me putting a gun in my mouth, and then effects from the back of my skull blew my brains out across the stage, and then I just had to lie on stage every night, covered in uh, covered in my fake blood. Audiences said that it was uh, quote not funny and too real, and but that's what on you at nine forty five. That's what you want. That's what we want. Not funny, too real. Not funny, too real. I mean. I'll be honest, we're covering the first base pretty good. <laughs> you tell us not to be funny, I'm saying way ahead of you, pal. Uh, too real? That's also what I say when <laughs> I don't get a laugh. Too real for you guys? Jeez. Mm, maybe that's where we can go with this. Hmm. Maybe Chimcop is the one who finally solves John Binet Ramsey. Okay, well, you brought that up, not me. Right. So, there's a child beauty pageant ring, they're <laughs> smuggling cocaine along the way Chimp cop stumbles onto a conspiracy that covered up John Dena yeah, yeah. Ramsey's murder it's a it's a stage show where it's 50 minutes of me just reading Wikipedia articles and then at the end I just go I think the brother did it and then credits you ever watch criminal intent that's like every week yeah I have it's a good show uh, yeah so so you're saying so yeah we haven't even considered like bringing in real real-world events or real-world uh, by the way, can I ask, are we in the ambush right now? Is this the ambush? Yes. All right, cool. Um, just want to make sure. Uh, so, you're saying bring in real-world events, historical people? Like, should we be solving, like... Uh, the murder of Genghis Khan or something like that in a serious tone? Or... Yes, the murder of Genghis Khan in a serious, gritty tone. Okay, so have I somehow travelled back in time or am I a Mongolian chimp cop? Which I will not be doing. <laughs> oh, no. We'll be hiring some other person. Okay, sure. So I'm, I've am i travelled back in time. Uh, I'm, a, a, I'm not silly anymore. I'm a real-life chimp who solves crime or well, maybe it's not time travel maybe it's one of chimp cops ancestors it's a cold case i'm solving it and this is going to be the only time i'm i'm going to use this word correctly this episode i'm solving it retrospectively i'm so it's like zodiac it is like a lot like zodiac people are trying to solve a murder that's 40 years old Do you know what's better than that a murder that's 400 years old i don't know when genghis khan was around um, I, I, again, I don't know why I picked Genghis Khan. A historical figure, I know not much about. Um, okay, but, and let's lies, do that now. Therein lies the mystery. Sorry? Let's do that now. What? Learn about Genghis Khan? No, let's do over what that show would look like. All right. Chip come in here. All right, boss. I want you. Door? To... That's the sound of a door opening. The sound of a door isn't someone saying door. Door? Sorry, let me just take a sit. Sit. All right, fine. Sound effects are really easy. <laughs> That's the easy part. You know what's hot? Solving the murder of Genghis Khan. Oh, but boss, I got, I got all of these drug cases. I got all these smuggling rings. Who cares about uh, an emp- emperor or a conqueror that died, I'm going to say, 700 years ago? It was a very, very long time ago. It was. It's gone on, Saul, for many years. But we're <laughs> going to be the one to crack it, Jimmy. <laughs> But boss, who would care? I mean, he died 18th of August, 1227. I'm also look- surprised that they had the concept of August that early. But still, yeah, 18th of August, 1227. The museum cares, Chimpy. The this- museum cares. many need facts. This was almost a millennia before I even started on this job. Chimcop takes place in uh, 2022. No, 20- 2222. All right. Excuse me. You would know that as you're my chief. Yeah, I do know that. Oh, sorry. You right there, chief? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, man, I've been coughing up a lot lately. These damn cigarettes. I I feel like we should probably be solving, you know, a case that's probably closer to you, like who's been poisoning your cigarettes or who's been wanting you dead uh, or maybe even go after the corrupt tobacco industry. But, no, we should be solving the case of Genghis Khan, ruler, brutal emperor brutal dictator who uh forged a swath of uh of misery and pain uh wherever he went yep that's what i say all right great that's what i say goes <gasps> oh man these cigarettes <laughs> you're right, chief and scene all right and we set up the subplot with the chief getting uh poison cigarettes yeah yeah is it poison cigarettes or is it just regular cigarettes and he's slowly dying well, it's a regular cigarettes, but regular cigarettes are poison. All right. Well, if we cut to the end, we're just like, gosh, we know who's been poisoning you. Advertising. You've been smoking all your life because of all these sexy ads. We need to get plain packaging cartons in. Also, Genghis Khan's brother killed him, I guess. End of episode. <laughs> Boom. Executive producer Dig Wolf. Love it. By the way, we're getting Dick Wolf on this. Oh, great! Love love diff, Dick Wolf. Almost said Wolf Dick. Hey, that's okay if you do. That that's uh, that's Jim Cops sidekick, Wolf Dick. That's a good idea, actually. Not bad. And Dick would go crazy for that. You and me both. Um, cool. So uh, you're seeing this as like a weekly episodic thing where I solve historical crimes? Well, some some of it historical. Maybe there's some. Minority report type stuff where you're solving stuff before it even happens. Oh, right. So my specialty is solving anything that's not current. Yes. Yeah. Some extremely cold cases. Like I have to solve uh, the murder of the dinosaurs from Ice Age. And then I also have to solve murders that are going to be happening in 300 years time. Yep. But if if, uh, someone robbed a bank down the street, can't help you. Yeah, but I mean that stuff's covered. Yeah, okay. We got, we got back to me in five hundred years time. Then I'll help you. Oh yeah, because you're all backed up. Exactly. It's all these cigarettes, Mm -hmm. and that's a running subplot for the show. (laughs) I like this. I like this. The guy who cannot solve anything unless he's put years and years and centuries between him and uh, and the case itself. Well, he needs to be emotionally detached. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what the point of that show Cold Case was. Except we're taken to the next logical extreme. We can't just have actors playing younger versions of older characters now. We have to have actors playing, you know, Marie Antoinette. Who killed her? I think a guillotine? Who knows? Uh, We could have the murder of Jesus. It was the Romans, I think. Well... And you busted that wide open. Yeah. Everyone thought it was suicide up until now. <laughs> Everyone thought he freaking nailed himself on that cross. Yeah. JFK, not a suicide. I'm going to find out. It I was don't... the CIA. Oh, wow. Okay, now we're getting political. Yeah. And Dick Wolf loves this. He does. Oh, sorry. I've just got a, uh, just got a text. Oh, my God. We've been picked up for five seasons. Coming soon to CBS All Access. Well, that's the thing. I got a guy on the inside. He listens to these recordings. Hey, wonderful. Uh, Les Moonvest, if you're listening, love to have you. I think he worked worked for NBC. He was got- the president at one point. Is he president now? Uh, I don't know. I don't think he's president of anything. I think he got well and truly oust. All right. You're out of here, Les. And the new person, we love you. Yeah. Unless you turn out to be bad as well. Yeah. Out with Les Moonvest, in with Johnny mars jacket johnny mars jacket now he's a 1950s rough about yeah who <laughs> plays by his own rules <laughs> and has the coolest red jacket you've ever seen also he loves veronica mars mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and that's the thing he just wants a whole schedule of veronica mars who wouldn't and Kristen bell but she's like she can't make that much veronica mars mars is in retrograde yeah it is it sure is and pluto's not a planet it's not anymore. That was that was a real shame. I so, remember that happening. So Chimpy Cop. Chimp Cop. Back to, back to the time, not time travelling. Retroactive solving, retroactive and f- bef- pre-traactive solving of crimes. And that's the title. Chimcop, Cop. Ellipses. Retroactively and proactively solving crimes. Chimp Cop. There, no, not there and back again. I think that's The Hobbit or something. Uh, before and after. Wow. Because I'm solving crimes that happened before and also ones that will be happening after. You see this face? You see this face right now, Tim? Yep. Boom. My face just blew up. Like, wow. I'm like seeing the sun for the first time. I'm like, I'm in awe. (laughs) I feel like I'm seeing my son for the first time. Because I'm in love with this idea. So You have a son? I'm sorry, what? Uh let's just move past that. Uh no. <laughs> <laughs> this is interview gold. You have a son? Uh well, I like to think that all uh, our ideas are our children. Uh, and children are our future. Uh, all right, yeah. okay. That's Cuz I love my ideas and soon they're going to learn to love me. And then that's going to continue for about 13 years, and then hormones are going to kick in, and then my ideas are going to be like, I hate you! You're not my real dad! And I say, go to your room, ideas! And then uh, eventually, though, they come out fully formed as adults. Mm -hmm. I bet then you catch them smoking a cigarette, and you tell them to smoke a whole packet of cigarettes! And the cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon! That's another crime we can solve. The crime of why that song didn't do better? Uh... Uh, so yes, going back to what you were saying, Chimcrop, are there any other characters that we're we're going to be including in this show? Because So far, it's just me. And again, audience, the fact that I'm a chim never comes up. So is there, so what else do we have to have? A, we have to have a tech expert to help me Google. Yeah. Rhino tech expert. It's never brought up for a rhino. A rhino tech expert. Yeah. Um, ironically, smallest nose. Yep. Smallest nose. <laughs> Very small nose. Uh, not horny at all. Nothing, uh, very, uh, no no hard back armor. Uh, I'm just naming things that I know about. No, rhinos. no nonsense. Uh, elephant, elephant All character right, with expert. This is crazy because Ross, I mean, sorry to get out of the bit for a second here, but we'll get right back into the bit. Ross was looking around the room just like, um uh, 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 elephant train conductor. Ross, we're in a recording studio. There's no animals around here. I don't know what you're expecting to find. I don't know if you see that elephant sticker over there. No, no. Well, there is an elephant in this room, but I do not want to address it at all. (laughs) What? I don't want to talk about it. Why not? (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) All right. Back into the bit. So I've got a a rhino. This is the bit now. I've got a rhino. No, no. (laughs) I'm steering back into the other bit. What's the elephant in the room? I've got the elephant's the chief. Okay. That's how he's able to smoke so much. He can smoke through his mouth, but also smoke through his two nostrils at the end of his really long nose. Sure, yes. Okay, now we're getting together. And, okay. this, and when you think about it, it's commentary on the police, because the police station is like a friggin' zoo at It's this a place. friggin' zoo out there, man. You've got bars locking people up. Who are the real criminals? Exactly. I'll tell you who. Whoever mur- murdered Marie Curie, which we will find out. Yeah, very soon. I think that's the season finale. Yeah. (laughs) Marie Marie Curie, uh, historical figure with one of the most famous deaths. Like, we all know it was radiation. But who's radiation? Mm. That's what me and my rhino tech expert and my uh, bat explosive expert and a human driver are all going to find out. Human driver? Yeah. That Edgar Wright movie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, was, I, was, I was picturing Adam Driver. What if Adam Driver was in Baby Driver? I think we'll go a little something like this. Oh, I'm Adam. I can't do an Adam Driver. Well, you set yourself up for it, so you got to do it now. I really thought someone was going to jump in and help me out. No. Nope. This isn't not. a show where I ha- people get helped out. Yeah, yeah. You threw me a life jacket, but it was just filled with rocks, so I sank faster. Yep, that's the show, baby. That's the show. I throw life jackets full of rocks at all my guests. So what else What else about this do we need to uh, to discuss, Ross? Okay, I think we've pretty I think much we've, got it all now. I think we've got it, yeah. Chimp Cop. Chimp Cop. Before, before and, and after. Before and after. after uh, human driver. Rhino guy. Yeah. Now that I think more about it, can we do something about the name Chim Chimp Cop. What about Chimp Human? Chimp Human. Chimp Human. That way you're not tied down to the cop stuff. What, about, could... what about Human Cop? Has that been done before? Mm, I don't know. That's a bit, it's a bit too unconventional. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, cab. All cops are bloody blokes. And that's me, Human Cop. Mm-hmm. That's part of the political sort of commentary that we'll be doing on this show. Mm. All c- cops are bloody blokes. And, and again, we have to stress... This is not a silly show. You might be thinking, a rhino tech expert? An elephant chief of police? A chimp cop? This sounds like a bloody laugh riot. I'm here with the zoo crew, having a good time. Get out! Get out! If you're streaming this on Stan, you're in the comedy section, fuck off! You want to go to the drama... You want to go down to drama, you want to go down to drama on screen or police procedural. That's where you're going to find all 12 seasons, 22 episodes per season of Chimcop before and after. Wow. I like how you're seeing into the future of this. 12 and, seasons. And the poster is going to be Chimp Cop as a, it's going to be a triptych. Three pictures. Chimp Cop as a baby. Chimp Cop as a man. Chimp Cop as an old man. And it's like, which one of these guys is going to be solving crimes? Trick, middle one. You envision a baby just solving grizzly crimes? Well, you we have to set it up on the poster so that when it becomes a phenomenon, you can do a prequel series for some other streaming service where it's baby cop solving crimes in a nursery, solving them in kinder, Um and then you have set up the old man in the poster so that when this becomes a hit, much like Frasier or, uh, or that Friends reunion, they're going to need a new streaming service in 20 years time and then I can return to the role playing an old man. Still maybe solving, now I can solve, now, alright, so when we reboot this again in 20 years time, I can solve the cases that I was unable to solve in the present day when I was a young man. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of nostalgia with that. Exactly, and I can see I can see the crimes that I was unable to, because it was like, hey, I can't solve a bank robber. I'm a before and after mur- uh, murder solver. Police is what the term is. I can't solve this bank robbery. I guess I'll see you in 20 years. 20 years later. It's like Twin Peaks The Return, except 20 instead of 25 years. Wow, and we can get David Lynch a direct list, because he does this trippy mind shit and it, it, it'll make sense because i also don't know what the fuck is going on with this but i can i can solve you know, future crimes when i'm a young man and then when the reboot happens i can see those crimes take place and i already know who did, did it timothy timothy you are just five miles an hour here you, you're popping i'm popping baby you got so many ideas for this and i'm so happy to see that this franchise is gonna make bank baby this is this is this is not bad this is all bits aside, setting up a, a franchise with a person that you know did uh, solved crimes when they were much younger and will do so when they're much older, you have that original series and if that's good, you have a prequel and a sequel in the making. So that's the thing you're thinking. You're like you're Kevin Feige? Is that how you say that? Kevin right? Feige, yeah. Feige, Marvel guy. You're thinking of the future. You're exactly. thinking of the pr- present, past. Mm. You get you get Adam Driver, you get him to uh, play a, a, a cop solving a crime. It has something to do with, I don't know. It's got something to do with, it's got, all oh, right, here we go. It's got, he's solving a crime. It's a three parts. So you know that going in that, all right, if you're listening up to this point, all jokes aside, this is just a good idea for a TV show. You've got someone like Adam Driver. I'm pitching it now. You've got Adam Driver uh, as he is right now, 2021. He's solving a crime. It's got something to do with a time capsule that is going to be uh, dug up in 20 years' time or so. And in the time capsule is something that had been placed in there 10 years ago when it was originally placed. So he's right now solving this crime. It's got something to do with it. Then you can do a prequel series about the time capsule being buried. I don't know. Jacob Tremblay plays him as a young boy fresh out of the academy. I'm picturing this in like five years' time. He's aged into playing a young Adam driver, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, the time capsule goes in. I guess we can't solve this for another 30 years. Boom. Now you've got the sequel. You've waited 20 years. Now you've got the sequel series coming out. Adam Driver's just aged 20 years. Time capsule's being uh, dug up. Twist, Adam Driver was the murderer the whole time. Oh, my God. I did not see that coming at all. You've got three great series. You've got Emmy and Globe nominations through the wazoo. Oh, man, he got... I'm imagining Tony yep. for this. You got it. You got, you the got first, musical numbers? The first non-stage Tony uh, award. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so good. They're going to give it just the award. They're going to forget about the guidelines. Yeah. Forget the EGO. I, I want to get an EGOT. Yeah, EGOT. It's not a dirty word. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's let's... Let's go back to destroying. I think we've successfully destroyed comedy by getting rid of all comedic preventions uh conventions and just discussing what a good idea for a TV show would be. Exactly, and just making Chim Cop about a grizzly murder. Exactly. You need to build in uh your franchise with all possibilities for reboots because that's what it that's what it is. That's what days. it is now. It's streaming content and unboxing videos yeah you, you need a you need a pre-built franchise which is a shame it's uh it's more of a critique on film going and tv watching in uh, in this modern internet age but hey what am i going to do to change it i'm just going to lean into the skid baby yep yeah can't fight against the current mm. you can swim with it though you can swim with it and that's what you got to do with them guocks and the squatties and the Head muscles. See, this is why you go into a franchise knowing what's going to happen. We 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 didn't know that the gucks and the Squatties were going to come back. This is like the first of those Marvel movies where they're just throwing shit around, and then they can bring it back later on if they if they choose or just ignore it. All the other stuff that we forgot about in the start of this episode, we've we've ignored it. It's, we've not brought it back, but we have the possibility to do so and build a richer shared universe. Yep. And here I am. I'm just looking over. To see that elephant sticker again. He's back. The chief. The chief elephant. Oh my god! It feels the rich texture of this podcast episode has laid out a fundamental foundation for a universe. Mm-hmm. I'm bloody shocked, and that is great. That is like real dense, yeah, dense writing here. Wow! All comedic pretensions have been uh, eschewed in 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 favor of um, a shared. Uh, uh, A shared listenership, a shared universe that you, the listeners, uh, can now experience and relate to others about. And I guess now, truly, Ross Purdy has destroyed comedy thank you everyone for listening to this week's episode oh thank you so much for doing that it really saves me for doing it i took the introduction from you i took the ending i'm taking the plugs i'm taking this whole podcast from you oh please take the plug take the plugs from me Ask about skip plugs take my podcast please uh i'm, I'm sorry i my I, podcast is my wife Sorry I jumped in there uh, early, Ross. We're we don't we're not wrapping up right now. We are right. wrapping up we right now. We are wrapping up now. I think, that's, I think you got it. I think we got it. You I sensed w- it. We just did it. What else is there to do, Tim? No, I mean, this is a short and sweet one. I like it. I like a short podcast. I, I listen to them 1.3 speed so I can wh- right, whip right through them. Uh, so if, if you're doing that, I apologize because I know that I talk very fast. <laughs> oh, man, you're going to sound all like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's gonna come into play with uh, Chimp Cop the Squeakal, where I play a chipmunk. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thank you very much for having me. And I guess if as you said, if we are wrapping up, uh, hey, jump onto CBS All Access, get a 30-month 30 30-month, 30 30-day 30 free trial, and uh, just keep watching Chimp Cop before and after. And if you're looking for other comedy uh like i said we perform chimp cop um in melbourne comedy festival uh we might be doing that next year again all things considered it's very hard to make long-term plans but hey if you just want to follow me i'm at mr timothy clark on all the socials instagram twitter follow me on letterboxd i'm a, I'm a fun follow on letterboxd as well letterboxd letterboxd it's a it's a movie reviewing app you okay. can just log your diary of everything you've watched it's real fun check this me will, out this will come up when chimp cop makes the leap from the small screen to the big screen yeah well tv so the slightly smaller than the big screen yeah but thank you very much for having me ross uh, ask ask what i want to plug what would you yeah sorry a, as my guest on my <laughs> podcast ross birdie <laughs> destroys the internet ross birdie what do you got to plug i got to plug well by the time this comes out this week coming out end of march so this is the end of march right now tim At the end of March? Wow. Yeah. So much has happened in the past month. I know. And right now, the Melbourne International Comedy Festival's on now. I'm doing a show called Rainbow Piss. Wonderful, wonderful. It's the Kanye West, my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy of comedy. It's going to... Changed the freaking course of, oh, that's the, great. Art, of you, the art form. Oh, that's You've got Nicki Minaj coming in to do uh, one joke. One joke, but it's a joke that will be remembered. Yeah, and you're paying her 50K. Yes. And no album out. No album out. <laughs> uh, if this is coming out in the Comedy Festival, depending on when it is, I'm not sure on 100% on dates. I think they are in April. Uh, there is uh, two nights at Trades Hall, I believe, of a show called uh, Talkie Time with Jackie Lime. Uh, I'm not technically a part of the crew, but I will be guesting on both nights, uh, playing a variety of characters. Uh, So that'll be really fun. Talkie Time with Jackie Lime, very fun. Thank you to those guys for having me. And thank you for having me on your show, Ross. Oh, thank you so much, Tim. And thank you so much for doing all the hard hosting stuff for me. (laughs) Oh, believe me, it was hard. Tying everything up all together. I know it's better to just not put any effort in. Like I usually, I can, do. I can see why Kevin Feige gets all the all the praise. It's it's hard to do. It's hard to tie everything together. Yeah, but uh, thank you very much, listeners. And hey, like we say at the end of every episode, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Share, like, favorite, and subscribe. Five stars. Ross Purdy, Ro- Ross Purdy on Twitter. Rainbow piss. Rainbow piss. Rainbow piss. Check us out. Well, actually, Tim, what we do say at the end of every week of this show is... You couldn't couldn't just let me have that one. You couldn't just let me host my show, my show, which I birthed like an idea. Uh, You couldn't let me have it. What what, what are you willing to say? Well, the sign-out phrase for this show is, and here's the sign-out phrase. So maybe if you want to say that, you can say that. Ladies and gentlemen... And here's the sign out f- phrase. Sign out phrase. Wonderful. off <laughs>